From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello, and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. I hope you guys could all hear that because I just sat in awkward silence for 30 seconds. I was actually starting to wonder if you knew when it was going to end, if you were going to jump in. Um, Very special episode today for you guys. In case all you guys are are out there wondering, this is episode 53 all time of the best podcast slash opinions anonymous. So kudos to us, right? Uh, Almost a year's worth of episodes. We'll, We'll celebrate our year anniversary in a week or two or three or four um today i am luke we're off to a rocky start but i'm here with who with were you Andy. Andy, how are you i am i am here thanks luke i'm doing well kyle's here kyle what's up hey i promise it'll get better just stick around <laughs> and adam laying in bed tonight adam how are you I am exhausted, and I don't know if Kyle can make that promise. I'm not sure it's going to get better. Yeah. All right, before we derail anymore, we should probably get into some emails. You have an email. All right, first email, Adam L., but we'll click not on the trigger our. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was done. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. It was perfect. Seamless. You have an email. All right. Our first email. Adam L., but not our Adam L., wrote in and said he heard our fun game last week. He wants to know halftime of the Super Bowl, slay or nay? Nay. Big nay. Oh, ow. Nay? That quick? <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Not even going to break it down? Jump the gun there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't feel like they brought their A game. I mean, I I'm I'm a fan of Maroon Five. I get it, but at the same time, I didn't like to bring out the other guys. Old uh, that Travis Scott fellow I was looking forward to just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently didn't get the memo. You're not supposed to curse because most of his song was just blank dead air. And I just feel like they were better songs for Maroon 5 to do than the ones they chose. Well, fair enough. What's a guy got to do to get, like, Marry Me sang or something, you know? Something nice and romantic. I think Bruno Mars sings that. <laughs> it's a different one. Well, also, nothing says, nothing says Super Bowl halftime show like a nice romantic slow jam, which right. I think they played maybe two of. So right. you still got that. I didn't get the right ones. Let's just cut to the chase. The important part, Adam Levine not wearing a shirt. Like, that's what made it slay, right? That was the good part. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, yeah. That made me feel some type of way. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Well, it sounds like it made a lot of people feel uh, some kind of way because there's a lot of backlash over that. Yeah, that that was weird. How is there... (laughs) Like, I'm sure... Like, yeah, he can go shirtless... Yeah, that's just how it works. Like, I'm sure there, there were probably commercials with guys shirtless. We just weren't paying yeah, attention because it wasn't a halftime beach. show. Yeah. 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 Well, well, the person who I I saw actually complaining the most about this was Janet Jackson. She tried and got all kinds of shit for it. <laughs> Rightfully <she> so. <laughs> I love how she acts like that's where she lost her relevance, like she wasn't irrelevant yeah. before that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I guess I'll take a crack at it. I mean, I'm going to say parts of it were were slay-worthy. I'm going to say Travis Scott, I I mean, that was my favorite part because his intro was was pretty awesome. Like, it was just exciting. But then the fact that he just didn't edit himself at all singing Sicko Mode, I was just like, that's just a power move. Like, just just go do you, man. So that's that gets a slay for me. This is going to make me sound ridiculous. I keep seeing the sicko mode thing. Was that the name of the song? Yes. Okay. Yes. For, Very popular song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Travis Scott featuring Drake. Yeah. I it's like I didn't see that Drake fella come out though. No, no <laughs> unfortunately. All right, so Travis Scott slay for sure. Big boy, 
yeah, I don't care. Uh, big boy's fine. I'm going to give him a slay. Uh, Maroon 5. I'm not like the biggest Maroon 5 fan, so I didn't have great expectations going into it. Um, Kyle, I, I think I, I'm I'm going to know a little bit about your thoughts, so I think I'm going to save them for you. But overall, because of maybe something missing, I'm going to say it's a nay for me, the Maroon 5 part. I have no idea where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. He tried to spoon feed you something here, but he gave you nothing. Yeah. I, I didn't want to steal your thunder, but go ahead. No, I mean... Was that a sound effect? Or did someone just get electrocuted? Is everybody alive? Did anybody get abducted? <laughs> Worst part is Luke doesn't understand because he couldn't fucking hear it. I, I didn't hear it. No, no. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm just going to say Slay. I don't know. I'm pretty easily entertained. It was, it was a halftime show. If you're expecting him to blow you away still, I don't know what you're doing. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Slay as well. They have like six minutes to put this entire stage and all the sound up. So if you can hear them sitting at home on your TV, like that's a win. Also, <laughs> yeah. I, I heard somebody complaining that they played Maroon 5's awful song, Girls Like You. Yeah, the awful song that's been like number one on the charts for most of the last year. That that I don't know why they would have played that. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, they played some of their really early stuff, which I'm not a fan of personally, but I don't. Again, I, I hate that people are complaining on this. And then people are like, oh, well, this band should do it. This band should do it. Nobody wants to fucking do the halftime show because all people do is bitch about it. Yeah. It's- <laughs> well, and didn't, didn't Maroon 5, weren't they, weren't they like confirmed for it weeks in ad- only like weeks in advance? Usually it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like right at the start of the playoffs. And they, I think they kind of had to scramble to even get somebody that would do it, right? Yeah, we turned it down. <laughs> they came to us first. That's saying something. <laughs> Kyle, what I was uh, what I was getting at earlier was the fact that the internet was a buzz leading up to it by the fact that they would uh, potentially play "Sweet Victory" from oh, yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants, and they kind of teased it and yeah. didn't. So that that was a, a disappointing nay portion. It was, but that, I don't think sucked. I don't think they would have done it justice. They knew not to try to cover the original because it was too good. They could have just like played that on the video board, and it would have been the That's best, the, the best Maybe, Super Bowl halftime show ever. There you go, Super Bowl. I got your halftime show next year. Just play an episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Luke, Adam, SpongeBob. That's a, it's a cartoon that's on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it started up in like like the like two thousand or something like that. It's huh. so you can follow along at home. Weird concept. Yeah, yeah, weird. Uh, so. More importantly than the the actual halftime show was the fact that on the WWE Network, if you're lucky enough to have have that and have two TVs like me, I flipped over to NXT Halftime Heat. We had a six man tag match going on. That was a complete slay for me. Did you guys, Luke, Kyle, you guys are the wrestling fans here. Did you guys watch that? So, Kyle, if you haven't, it is available the entire full match on YouTube. I watched it today. Every bit of it, and I actually made Adam get up out of his chair and watch like four different sections of it, and he hated every moment. But huge I'll, slay, huge I'll slay. I'll watch it as soon as we're done. Yeah, it's oh, definitely man. the full match is on YouTube, so check it out. That's a must watch. It was amazing. It was amazing. Huge slay for me. All right, we're done with that, Adam. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a nay for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we got an email from, well, really, we're just making this up. Valentine's Day is next week, so just wanted wanted to know, anybody doing anything for Valentine's Day? Do we have thoughts on it? Anything at all? I hope not. (laughs) Yeah, guess. Well, so here's the thing. Hooters is giving out free wings if you're single on Valentine's Day. And I, I'm talking to my lawyer, and I think I can get this finalized by next Thursday <laughs> if you're available. <laughs> Joke's on you. Your wife's had the papers written up for two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Luke. I would never. Right. I don't believe that. I, I believe, I, you know, stay strong, brother. Yeah, don't let, don't let Luke believe there's a sweet release coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You said till death do us part. That's the only way out, man. Sorry. 
All our listeners are going to be like, man, I can't believe you guys didn't even talk about Valentine's Day. That's crazy. <laughs> Coming up next week. Okay, well, can we move on from that? Did anybody have anything good to contribute during that segment? No, but man, I sure am glad we discussed it. okay so let's move on then to our next email we've got dan from chicago he writes in to say i unfortunately had the over in the super bowl which is clearly the worst bet ever to make myself feel better i was looking through college basketball scores and saw a game with a final score of 200 to 146 was that a better game than the super bowl so a little background here. This was a Division Three college basketball game between Greenville University and I'm going to say Fontbonne. I don't know how to pronounce oh. the name of that place, but the Fighting, the yeah, fighting yeah. Hens. <laughs> I hope you really looked that up and didn't just come up with a name off the spot or just knew it. That would be amazing. Uh, I'm very well versed in uh, Division Three <laughs> athletics. Division three, college basketball. Uh, so a couple of notes from the game. Greensville's, sorry, Greenville's leading scorer only had 38 points. Thought that was kind of bizarre. Seems like you would, I don't know, so have more than that if you scored 200. Yeah, right. Balanced scoring from Greenville. Uh, okay, so the teams also set records for combined points in a game, 346. Combined rebounds, 136. And combined assists, 82 Greenville ended the game 33 from 91 from three-point range. So this is really the, uh, I mean, the best game that I can possibly think of. Defense didn't exist at all, and they just hucked a bunch of threes. I love this. Beautiful. <laughs> the, the way the game was meant to be played, these guys haven't figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they didn't even go down, like, on the defensive end. I, don't, <laughs> I can't imagine there's any footage from this anywhere, but I, I like to think it was just five guys standing on either side just, like, hucking threes back and forth. <laughs> I'm going to jump in and say first I I'm angry at everybody saying the Super Bowl was a bad game. I think I think I think I'm making my firm stance that I'm upset about that. So for forever and you hear it a hundred times throughout the year, defense wins championships. Defense win, and then the one time that it's a defensive game in the championship, everybody's all pissed off. Oh, this is the worst game ever. Well, yeah, so is every defensive game. But all you hear is defense wins. Championships. <laughs> So let's make up our mind. Does offense win championships? Then we could be pissed. But if defense still wins championships, I don't want to hear it. That and if you were bored by the if you're bored by the game, it means you just don't gamble enough. Exactly. <laughs> you want to know what I want on this game? I want some cash. And Adam, you want to tell them the rest? A biggie breakfast sandwich. Ooh, woo-hoo. we did. We did have a breakfast bet, and I let Luke pick who he wanted to pick. Make it keep it fair. He took. Uh, L.A. plus end the points, and then a few minutes later, text me back and said, hey, I want to switch. So that's how that went. Before the game started. <laughs> legal. It was awfully generous of you, Adam, to accept such a flip-flopper. Yeah, nothing <laughs> if not understanding and flexible. Mm. Oh, yeah. That way, I can't so, touch my toes. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so the guy laying in bed right now. <laughs> I've had a rough day. All right, it's a yeah, good stretch. I get it. The old lay down. <laughs> I was with you today. You did not have a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my home life's like. <laughs> Nobody understands me. Just lock myself in my room. <laughs> Luke, to your to your point about uh, defense kind of ri- ruling the day here and everybody being mad about it, I think – I mean, I kind of agree with you because it was, a, it was a game where – I don't know about you guys. I felt like like every time someone punted just because it was so low scoring, I was like, anything could happen right here. The game could totally flip on this. It could be a muff. could be like a, you could run it back for a touchdown. I thought well, I, the, the punts were like the only thing that was happening. So every time someone punted, I was like, I'm just waiting for someone something to go disastrously wrong on one of these and then that break the game open. But it, so like to me, it was a, a good game overall. But I mean, everybody's after last year's Super Bowl where there was a million points scored and only offense, basically. And then this entire year where that kind of was the, the theme of the entire NFL season. It, I mean, I can see how people kind of saw it as a letdown after, you know, record numbers of points and touchdowns this year. 
I can't tell if Andy's actually researched and decided, like, knows that it's record numbers of points and touchdowns, or if he's just hoping no one else research is going to call his bullshit. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't look that up. <laughs> it feels right. Luke, are, do you feel like the Bengals messed up hiring Zach Taylor now? I mean, you really want the, the quarterback coach from a team who could only score three points against the Patriots? Yeah, I think I do because it's three more than the Bengals would have ever scored. <laughs> Progress. That's right. Baby steps. You know, I'm kind of glad that he. So I, I was, I was trying to decide whether or not if the Rams won, if I would count it as a Bengals Super Bowl because you know their coach technically just won a Super Bowl. But I'm kind of glad that they didn't just, be, just so we still have a built-in excuse, like ah. Yeah, we've we've lost a lot of Super Bowls now. So is our coach. It's fine. It's fine. Do they do the same kind of thing in the NFL like they did in the NBA this year? Where like if the Bengals go and play at LA or something, that's when they'll do the the ring ceremony for him. Yeah. Like didn't yeah. JaVale McGee just got his finals ring because the Lakers played at Golden State. Yeah. Like that'd be awesome. <laughs> just like game eight, Zach Taylor's like, eh, Super Bowl ring, and then the Bengals can just kind of celebrate it. Yeah. Although I will say one one negative I'm seeing is Jeremy Hill, who was a former Bengal who fumbled away the only playoff victory that would have happened in my life. And he tore his ACL, did not play a down for the Patriots this year, got a Super Bowl ring and is now uh, pretty much trashing the Bengals. So I really hope he just fucking... Tears his other ACL. There you go, because I was going a lot darker than that. Thank you, Adam. (laughs) Hope he, hope he has a bad day tomorrow. Yeah, I hope he does. You know, I saw that they're giving uh, Josh Gordon a Super Bowl ring too. Well deserved. He'll he'll pawn that off for some crack and uh, getting ready to say. Hey, I wonder how long he actually weed. stays in his possession. Get it right. Oh, <laughs> Don't just go and call him a crackhead. He just likes smoking some ganja every now and then. Every every moment of every day. Every now and then, as in he couldn't fucking stop. Isn't that all we all, any of us want, though, just just to be rich enough to smoke weed every minute of every day? <laughs> what a life. You go, Josh Gordon. <laughs> How about Julian Edelman being the Super Bowl MVP after literally sitting out four games because of PEDs? Like, what the ultimate power move. He's just like, I was just sandbagging <laughs> for the, the end of the year. It worked out great. Yeah, in reality, he was just resting his legs. <laughs> That and what did we learn, kids? PEDs work. That's right. Take them if you want to be successful. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. So moving on from, from Super Bowl talk, uh, we've got another email. We've got Donnie from NYC. He said, I kind of made a bonehead move on Twitter last week called Saturday Night Live S and L instead of SNL for the initialism. So Saturday and Night Live. I don't really know what that stands for. Anyway, uh, have you guys ever been really confident about something only to be proven totally and completely wrong? Every day of my life. I will say <laughs> that one time I was very, very adamant that uh, a nugget was the best Christmas candy in the world. <laughs> Huge mistake. <laughs> I, it's the only thing I could ever think of that I've ever mispronounced or done wrong, but haunts me. Um. I don't know if I can think of a specific time, but I feel like a general um, a reoccurring theme would be that when I'm into a girl and I think they're into me as well, and they're just not, <laughs> just not even a little bit. Just really misread the situation there. Andy, you can probably just throw in a ditto there. <laughs> I, I was just not going to say anything and hope that would slide by, but thanks for bringing it up, buddy. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I had a pretty similar situation to this where I thought, you know, like a uh, an acronym stood for something else. It, it took me a really long time to realize that FBI didn't actually stand for female body inspector. <laughs> I, I was caught up in that in that for wait, a while. It, wait, what? <laughs> the hell does it possibly stand for then? <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble, my friend. <laughs> I know it sounds like the world's greatest job for a while. And then you find out you just have to like actually investigate crime and it's it's a huge problem that sounds terrible anything anybody else i can't think of one i'm pretty much just right all the time 
Yeah. I can't think of any time you've ever said poinsettias or anything. <laughs> well, go ahead, mister. I mess up a fucking word every episode. <laughs> Speaking, not my strong not my strong Sorry, suit. I can't talk right now. I have a nu- I have some nugget in my mouth. <laughs> I'm telling you today I got a nut in my mouth. <laughs> not tonight. I honestly thought about looking back through all of the outlines from all of the previous episodes and just seeing if I could highlight like every Luke mispronunciation or correction we had to do. That would have taken a while. It's like a full time yeah, job. So, yeah. I mean, Jaquin Phoenix is a popular one. <laughs> the best one. My boy. The worst, the one that makes the greatest is you're such the movie guy and you called him fucking yeah. How clutch was it that that came up before your uh, your your most recent child was born? That was a real. We really saved your life there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what did I say? Oh, last week I said Aurora instead of Aura. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we take the whole episode talking about how Luke says things wrong, <laughs> move on. Yeah, let's let's move on to when I was supposed to learn about how to speak in grade school. So I was I was at a Super Bowl party with a teacher who was grading papers while she was drinking. Maybe that's the key. I'm not sure. And she stated that she was very against the trade and grade method, which was always kind of a crazy thing. So, so someone else brought up that, you know, when someone has your paper and takes it up to the teacher or ask a question and you're just like, fuck you, just count it right. Let's move on. <laughs> So I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about grade school and some of the things we love and remember from grade school. Specifically, I want to talk about about how great like great that method was, because like you said, you could just I don't know if teachers actually went back and rechecked some of these things, but I can remember actually being like, mm, no, I'm going to count that right for you, buddy. Yeah. And just being a, being a bro for your friend in class and giving him a couple extra points. But then also how big of a how, how great of a move that is by the teacher to just be like, yeah, I don't feel like grading papers today. So, uh, yeah, pass your papers forward one spot and let's go through the answer key real quick. <laughs> it's great. I wish I could do that in my job. <laughs> do you guys ever remember saying your score out loud so the teacher could just write it down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you also had the option of like going up and showing them the score. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that one time we did a trading grade and then we set our score out loud. Like it was, it was the ultimate. Just give yourself a perfect. <laughs> just, yeah, just say ten, guys. A lot, a lot of tens out there. That's amazing. <laughs> what a good class. <laughs> or when you would say your score out loud and then the teacher was like, "Okay, go ahead and still pass your papers in," and you're like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> uh Well. How about how about some other things besides trading and grading that I was I was trying to think of some things that like you couldn't get away with and in today's like climate that I remember from school <laughs> and one of them and I don't know that they, they may still I don't know how you really get around this you may still do this but like when when we I was in elementary school you would have like like you would send the whole class to like use the bathroom all at once. And either I was trying to think of like, yeah, doing that and just sending kids into the like 10 kids into the bathroom all at once with no supervision, kind of a bad move. But then also, is it worse if you sent that many kids Supervise into the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's horrible. But like, what do you do with a whole group of kindergartners? You can't kind of just be like, all right, go to the bathroom whenever you need to. Right. It's I, I can't think of how to get around that. And so I have to assume that that's still going on. So weird move. <laughs> schools <laughs> i have two that are pretty inappropriate the The first one is quick and easy and it's you know adam the non-wrestling guy we would used to have wrestling matches at indoor recess we couldn't really get away with it back then but you know the teacher would come in and you're sweaty and i'm bleeding and she's like, what's going on I like, I fell. yeah so it's called wrestling but in reality it was just hitting luke with random things yeah <laughs> that's called bullying i think now no, he he encouraged it. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it, it stemmed, I guess, to junior high when Adam broke a long glass uh, beaker over my head, which was a great <laughs> idea. 
Those, those like laboratory, those are made of like special glass too. Yeah, so, like, like crack resistant. That was a hell of a thing. First off, wow. it wasn't a beaker. It was essentially a like glass dowel rod. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah, I still oh, over his head. That's way better. Yeah, see, we're good. Sorry, I mispronounced dowel rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't put these challenging words out there for us. Uh, the other one is uh, this is a great story. And I apologize for everybody who's heard it before, mostly Adam, because he's a captive audience every day. But uh, in in fourth <laughs> grade, we had <laughs> we had funny money in fourth grade. And one time I happened to stumble upon finding one hundred dollars in funny money, which is Ooh. worth like ten thousand dollars in real U.S. dollars. So it's <laughs> That's great. Stranger, yeah. and, <laughs> and I just put it in with my funny money because I found it. <laughs> and <laughs> whomever lost said funny money went up to the teacher and the teacher decided to call a class meeting and uh -oh. she said uh -oh. <laughs> we had $100 funny money go missing and somebody has taken this funny money so I would like everybody to put their heads down on their tables and whoever took the funny money you can have the opportunity to please return it to me you're not going to get in trouble and nobody's going to know it's you so I'm like Oh, I'm really uncomfortable, right? So I, I, put, I put my head down and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, I'm sick. I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I, I don't do anything. I just sit there. So everybody picks their head up. And the teacher says, okay, we're going to uh, do this one more time. And if you took this money, please just bring it up to me. Nobody's going to know and you're not going to get in trouble. It's like the teacher knew I took it. I, I oh swear. God, just yeah. knew. So I... I Again, everybody puts their head down. And you know the elementary seating. Like, you're sitting a foot and a half from six people. So <laughs> yeah. if you get out of your chair, everybody knows you get out of your chair. Right? So this, everybody puts their head down again. And I, like, think about it. And I and I do it. Like, I, I get up. I give the money back to the teacher. And I go back to my seat. And I'm sure everybody knew it was me because they probably tipped backwards in my chair and everything. So I rightfully returned $100 of stolen funny money. As a fourth grader, and I'll see you guys in heaven. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I have a couple of points. I, I, I just a couple. First off, does it does a teacher have to call a class meeting? Isn't that eight hours a day? Like, did you guys <laughs> oh, have a yeah. players only meeting afterwards, where you <laughs> talked about how bullshit that was? Yeah. How we need to come together as a class. <laughs> I led that one, and honestly, <laughs> <laughs> this is absolute horseshit. You called out someone for snitching. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Uh, and then the second point was, so funny money. Like, I, I don't know how many classes you guys had this happen. I, I feel like maybe it was sort of like when you were older, but still kind of doing that. But like people had like certain jobs in class. And that's why, like, that's how you got your funny money. Oh, and yeah. I always wanted to be the banker uh, because I would just <laughs> steal money. <laughs> it was foolproof. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy to just steal money every day. Oh my gosh, Andy, you're you're the reason that people like me have jobs in the real world. Exactly. <laughs> if Kai the, were there as an auditor in the third grade, you're asked to be in jail. Oh. <laughs> Funny money was the best, though. It really was. Yeah, I mean, you could. You could save your money for the entire year, and at the end of the year, you could get an, an eraser top for your pencil. It was awesome. <laughs> the best. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, people would always try, like, sometimes, like, try to, like, counterfeit it. Like, I feel like somehow some person <laughs> had, like, access to a copy machine one year, and I think they tried to, like, just copy a bunch of it. <laughs> people were ruthless. <laughs> yeah, like, but when you held it up to the light, you could tell. Yeah. Do you think they've abolished it by now? Because it's just it just leads to like crime organized crime it's in the just, classroom. It's just like real money, just corrupt society. Yeah, Luke, by the way, I don't know what you were doing trying to save your money up the entire year for like dumb shit at the end when you could just the big thing for, for me and, and all my classes was always pop pass, dude. Yes, pop pass like, is on my list. Out, you get a pop pass, you can bring up uh bring fifty cents and go buy a pop out of the vending machine and just flex on everybody for an entire uh, afternoon. Go get myself an ice cold mug root beer and just enjoy my day. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to spend my funny money on a pop pass and then bring in my own real money and buy the pot. Like you 
Could have just given me a pop, guys. Come on. Uh, whatever. <laughs> not, not in our Nazi classes. You couldn't have outside food or drinks, my man. Yeah. Whatever lawless class you lived in where you could just steal funny money, I guess that's how things work. <laughs> Some of us had rules. Yeah, you can't just you can't just steal funny money. You gotta, you know, embezzle it like I did. Right, yes. <laughs> Corporate crime is the way to go, my friend. Did you have to go through and like clean the money at that point too, Andy, or was it good to go? <laughs> well, it was always everything that I stole always ended up back in the bank, just rolled up really tightly. <laughs> I was just snorting like pixie sticks with it. But yes, stealing you go to real prison, embezzling you go to like comfy white collar prison. You're okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, stealing money got you the uh, shaded part of the wall at recess. <laughs> <That's right. Yeah. laughs> I feel like another big one you could always buy was be like sit at the teacher's desk for a day. That was always pretty sweet. And they'd sit yeah. at yours. Did you guys ever have that? Well, they also, yeah, I remember that. But they also had you could eat lunch with the teacher. That's not a prize. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Right. I, was, I, I was an angel. The teachers loved me. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, I'm just saying you could either sit in the cafeteria with your friends or you can go to the classroom and eat with your teacher who has nothing to talk to you about what's fucked up is that i remember doing that and like doing it with like maybe five to six people yeah there's only one group of so like i don't know if there was like they were like one day a month or something that they did it but it's like why 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 did we think that was a cool thing to do i was that worth it well kyle to, to your point i i did the trade desk with a teacher once but then i got in like twice as much trouble because i said when the teacher went to my seat i said well shouldn't you just get under the desk <laughs> what <laughs> thought that's how it works like i'm buying something with funny money here oh my goodness is this a situation in which you blow the teacher is that what's happening <laughs> the teacher would the, blow the teacher's gonna blow him <laughs> I think Luke. I don't think young Luke would have been savvy enough to understand how you know under the table blowjobs work. I think he would have sucked some dick accidentally. <laughs> you guys missed the boat. I was going to be sitting in the chair. Come on. I'm pretty confident that today's Luke doesn't understand under the table blowjobs. I'll see you under my desk in the morning, sir. <laughs> oh man. Uh, horrible. Oh my god. Other things that I really liked. You guys remember the book fair? The book fair was always baller. Yeah. Oh yeah. Scholastic what, what about book the uh, yes. what was the Christmas what was that? Santa Secret Shop? Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> so so funny story is when I was a substitute, I subbed for the elementary one day. And it was Santa's Secret Shop, and yes. indoor recess was in my freaking room. Oh no! And it was it was nuts. So at Santa's Secret Shop, I kid you not, like there was this kid who all he wanted to do was buy a Peyton Manning Colts action figure, and he didn't have the money for it. And he like came oh, up to me, and he's no. like, "I don't have the money for this." And I'm like, "Yeah, should have, should have, should have picked a Bengals one, bud. Sorry, <laughs> somebody in your family is going to be disappointed, but I am not shelling out money for you to buy a fucking Peyton Manning doll." <laughs> and I was never asked to sub for. I was never asked to sub for elementary again. I don't know. Coincidence. <laughs> Andy, Andy would have just stolen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have. I would have stolen someone else's money, and then I would have bought it. Come on, <laughs> he would have done day one stuff. Yes. Yeah. By the way, Adam didn't. I feel like you substituted for a class that I was in one time, and I was like a oh, senior. Yeah. Uh, Did that happen? Did I dream that? It was probably my brother. You would have been out by the time I was eligible. Luke definitely like oh, subbed yeah. for me one time. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you definitely would have still been in school, Kyle. Yeah, Luke subbed for me a couple times. I also subbed for Alex and did his homework while subbing. So that, <laughs> that. Wait, what the, what the fuck? How did he wrangle you into that? Yeah, I don't know. You must have been real bored. Was he <laughs> under the desk? Or what was going on there? <laughs> I had one thing written down that was like an embarrassing memory, but like accidentally calling your teacher mom. Did you ever do that? That was haunting. <laughs> okay. That's better than uh, I don't mean to go back to the well one too many times, but uh, at least you have to call him daddy like Luke did. Okay. 
<laughs> no, no, but so embarrassing, Kyle. This, I don't know why this is. I can't believe I'm going to repeat this story. But I, also, I think oddly in the fourth grade, my, my fourth grade sucked, man. But um, I was dating a girl and she had written me one one love note in our life. And then she had broken Ooh. up with me. And I and oh. I was I was yeah. like pissed, devastated. Right. So I I burnt the love note and I brought the ashes to school to show her that I burnt it and I didn't care about her anymore. God, man, that's so fucking metal. You're awesome. <laughs> Somebody go check fucking Luke's crawl space for bodies. Jesus. <laughs> nope, just a bunch of burnt letters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember to this day, I put it in one of those uh, cardboard Tootsie Roll containers that all the Tootsie Rolls came in, and it's set in my locker the entire day. I don't think I had the balls to get it out and show her. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, my God. Burnt the note. Brought the yeah. ashes. I think coming up on a future episode, we're just going to have ways Luke got dumped growing up. <laughs> as a <segment>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to need some time for that one. That's all right. I'll, I'll drum up a couple to add to it as well. <laughs> so I have a, I have a question about like, if, if something is okay now still, do we, do they still do like the pledge of allegiance every morning in Ooh. like school and second follow-up question could you kneel? Could you take a knee during that? <laughs> uh, both good questions. I don't know the answer to either. I would assume they still Kid, do. Kids out there in high school start taking a knee. <laughs> Wear your Kaepernick jersey. How about uh, one thing that, that I was always deprived of, and I think it's because we had – a small army of, of kids in my family. So like my mom didn't want to shell out for a bunch of these, but the yearbook, like we, I, I was severely limited on yearbooks. Like I only got like oh. two in elementary school and then we got them like in, in high school or whatnot. But for whatever reason, she was just like, nah, 20 bucks for a yearbook. I don't think so. So <laughs> that's tells you a little bit about how I grew up, but like when the yearbook came out, going through and looking at every, I don't know why it was so exciting to look at everybody's picture, but you just like, that's all you cared about for like an entire week after it came out. It was just like going through the yearbook. And I, I gotta be honest. I've not looked at a yearbook once since probably I graduated. Wow. Like, is that something that people still care? Like, do you guys have yours still? Do you look through them? Do you care about them? I'm sure there are my still parents' attic somewhere. Yeah. I like to look at my fourth grade one to see uh, see the girl that broke up with me and see if I can like look what you're missing out on now. Can you please name drop her? No, no, no. no. Bleep it you out. You can bleep it out. Yeah, you can, put, edit, put you can bleep it bleeps. out. Don't edit it. Put bleeps over what you say. It'll be, make it better. Yeah, do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, it was. <laughs> no shit. You know, you know, he just edited over the top of that, like Alexandra Daddario or some like super hot girl. Right? I, I was hoping you were just gonna. Don't it believe that, that listeners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> bleep that, bleep that too. Give it too much away. That's awesome. You just go back through that yearbook and look at it, and look at the like horns that you drew and the blacked out teeth. And it got you good. I cut the picture out and put it next to her body in my crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do think I did. Like, I don't have bodies in my crawl space. That's not where I'm going with this. But, um, <laughs> I think like, my, my kindergarten yearbook, I did go through it and like draw X's on people I didn't like. <laughs> and mom yelled at me. She's like, why did you ruin this? And I was like, I don't know. I thought it was mine. What'd you buy this for, mom, if not for me to tell you, tell people who I hate? Yeah. Come on. All right. Well, enough about uh, bad memories or childhood, I guess, or whatever we call it. <laughs> Some of us had good memories, just not Luke. <laughs> Let's see if we can quickly jump into our top three. I know Adam's got a hard stop, even though I haven't heard him talk in an hour and a half. But uh... I fell asleep, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of top three, don't, for don't forget to check out the website opinionsanonymous.com at the new taste five challenges that have been out there so check that out uh, but today top three we just had the super bowl which was a super big wing day and today i want to know everybody's top three 
wing flavors, and you get to pick boneless or traditional. So I'm going to start out hot. I'm going to start right out of the gate. I have had buffalo wings in Buffalo, New York, and they are excellent. That is my number one, without a doubt. Traditional hot bar, like buffalo sauce, buffalo wings Hell yeah. is the best wing you can get, I think. Straight from the source, straight from Buffalo, New York. Nice. Uh, my my number two, uh, I, I'm going to go with, I, I don't know if we have to name drop specific flavors from like specific restaurants or, or, or how I you want to go about I this. I sure but, am. Okay. Okay. Good. That gives me a, that gives me a good bearing. I'm going to go with a hot barbecue from, from Buffalo Wild Wings. That's a good one. I'm, I'm not, that, that yeah, was my I'm number like, four. It just missed my top three. That was my number woo, four. Yeah. Woo. So good one. I'm a, I'm a guy that can't really handle too much of the spicy stuff. And that's a, like a nice mix between the, the really hot ones and like actually just some flavor that I can handle. And then my number three, I'm going to go with, and I don't know why I really, I don't like any of the other wings from, from Hooters, but they're Parmesan garlic for whatever reason I really, really like. And that, like all of their other wing flavors, I think suck, but Parmesan garlic are actually really good. So that's my number three. Uh, all, all of those traditional flavor. I think those are pretty much consensus, the best kind. Good, good call. Um, mine, I will also do traditional, always bone in. Um, it's the way to go. Uh, and then my number three is Asian Zing from B-Dubs. Love that one. I get it every time. Uh, number two, just classic Buffalo. I don't know if I really have a place that I like the most. I think it's just a good Buffalo wing, hard to beat. Uh, and then number one, it, there's a place in Indianapolis called the Ale Emporium, and they have a Herm, it's called the Hermanaki Wings. And it's like a mix of like buffalo yeah. and teriyaki, and they fry them and then grill them, mm-hmm. and they're the best wings I've ever had. They're so good. I took Adam to uh, – I, I let him lose his Ale Emporium virginity with me, so I, I blessed him with that. Nice. Yeah, they're phenomenal. Wings. Yeah. The Hermanaki ones are good, but I, I actually think I preferred the spicy barbecue. Oh, Yeah, right. we tried the spicy yeah. barbecue there. That was very good. Yeah. Adam, you want to go with yours? Yeah, I'll just lead in with that. That, I think, is my number three, is the actual spicy barbecue from Ale Emporium. Number two, I would have to say, is Sweet Heat from Primanti Brothers. Ooh, if you haven't had Primanti Brothers wings, they are very underrated. I actually phenomenal. just had some on Friday, and they were very good. Yeah, and then lastly, just a normal Hooters medium wing. I don't, I don't like buffalo sauce wings usually. But Hooters has that buttery sauce. Love it. <laughs> yeah, and Andy, fuck you for hating all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. All of them but one. <laughs> all right. For, for mine, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to start with actually Wings and Rings in town has a really, really good buffalo sauce. So if you get their buffalo, it's really creamy and, and I, it's the perfect heat. So that, that's going to be number three. Creamy. Come on. Mm. Shut Get the fuck up. <laughs> Clean it up. Clean it up. <laughs> Number two, I'm going to go Hooters Buffalo as well. I feel like they have some of the best wings, and you can't really tell people that because they're like, oh, you're just going to see tits. And it's like, I can do both. Yeah, but they have wings <laughs> too, right? Yeah. Uh, and number one, I'm actually going to go with that, those, that spicy barbecue from Ale Emporium because I, I really like a barbecue, but I want my wings to have some heat, and it definitely had both. It was a great flavor. I really loved it. Anything, anything miss anybody's cut? Any honorable mentions? I'll actually chime in with an honorable mention. Same thing. Wings and rings from there in town. They have a garlic cue that I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. You guys know that's a chain, right? There's, there's a lot of that around. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Gotta go to the one in Greensburg. It's, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, the one from our hometown. That's where you guys got to go. What a bunch of homers. It's way better than any of the other ones. Uh, for me, traditional, I, I like. I almost like the dry rub better sometimes, just because they get super messy. Yeah. So traditional, like the, I mean, there's several dry rubs. There's like but, any, any any sort of dry rub, like can yeah. be honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Nothing like a good dry rub. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, and I was I was gonna say, and I think Kyle, you're gonna be really mad at me for saying this. If traditional, like bone-in wings are I'm going to say objectively better for flavor, but I'm going to say like probably 75% of the time I order boneless because I just don't want to deal with like the hassle and the mess. Uh, it's 
I don't usually agree with Andy, but I do agree in this way. That's like, like I. That's the only time I ever get boneless is if we go to a wing place for like lunch during work. Like I'm not gonna dig into some bone-in wings with my dress shirt on, no, because you are <laughs> going to get messy. It's part of it, but I think that's what adds to it. It's part of the charm and the allure. Yeah, if you like having fucking sauce all over your face and hands, it's gross. You know I do. part about eating wings. All right, so that leaves us with kind of our last item here, which is our opinion of the week this week. And, guys, I'm going to override you and say I've got one this week. My opinion this week, this year's NBA trade deadline week and all the events leading up to it has been more entertaining than basically any, I'm going to say like any TV series over the past like year. It has been phenomenal. So much stuff has happened. Even just today, we're recording this on, on Wednesday the 6th, and you have stuff like Tobias Harris being traded to the Sixers for a bunch of guys. I, I just had a notification while we were, like while recording was started, that the Wizards traded Otto Porter to the Bulls for Bobby Portis, who I don't know who he is, and Javari Parker. Kristaps Porzingis getting traded to the Mavs like completely out of nowhere. And then the whole time, Anthony Davis is still out there like, hey, I don't want to be on the Pelicans. So somebody come trade for me. And like the Lakers have been talking to him. And suddenly the, the Lakers offer isn't good enough. So they're off the table. Maybe the Knicks, maybe the, the Nets. There's all kinds of stuff out there. And just like, I'll be 100% honest. I've watched maybe 10 NBA games this entire season. And, but I'm still like plugged into sort of NBA Twitter and just keeping up with it. And it's been so like so entertaining. There's just so much crazy stuff happening and so much drama around it that I love it. I can't get enough of it. Every piece of information, every like podcast or radio show that comes out, I'm just I'm just gobbling it up. It's so good. What do you guys think about it? I thought that's where you're going to go with your opinion. I thought you were going to say that this the drama around this trade deadline has been more exciting than any NBA game this year. That's what I would oh, say. That's, that goes without saying. Yeah. That's that's easy. Easy. Oh, yeah, for sure. It kicks the shit out of any game that's happened. If the NBA was smart, they'd take this trade deadline, let it happen, and then in a twist of events in like a month, say they're going to have a new trade deadline and just have it pop up again out of nowhere. <laughs> that would be wild. So it is officially, it's officially Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern. So, yeah, tomorrow, as we record this, it's tomorrow at 3 p.m. So do you think Anthony Davis will get traded? I I kind of don't. I think I think if he was going to get traded he was going to go to the Lakers, but apparently they don't the Hornets or the Pelicans, sorry, not the Hornets anymore. The Pelicans don't seem to like that idea anymore and they've still so he's he does it. He knows he's not going to re-sign a long-term contract, but he is still under contract through all of next season. So, right. I mean, if they don't have a, a trade that they like and they're like, eh, I don't know, we'll just, you know, go for it for one more year, go f- really go for broke next year, maybe. And I don't know what kind of moves they can make, but just hold on to them and continue to at least have like a big name star on their team rather than be shitty. for a while. How awkward is that for another year? Yeah, we, we kind of don't. It's, it's like having your girlfriend and living with her and sort of breaking up, but just sticking around for through, through the holidays, you know, just, just to keep it civil. Wouldn't know what that's like, but nope. I guess yeah, it, it, may be, it may be like that. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, it, it is like, it, it makes that the entire situation in New Orleans, like very, very tenuous. Is he even going to play? Is he going to pull like a Kawhi Leonard? He could just sit out the entire year and refuse to play. I don't think he's played since like this kind of came up because they're just like, what if he gets injured? What if he does? What if something happens while he's playing before we can get a trade for him and we just lose all the value there? Yeah, but here's my thing. So what do you what do you do with your fans? So either he comes back next year, the environment is toxic so nobody wants to come play with him. So nobody Mm -hmm. wants to come play in New Orleans or you just rid yourself of them i mean the offer that they turned down from the lakers is ridiculous why would you turn you have a new starting five like you you basically just bring over four people that you can plug into your starting lineup immediately so why not just do that have people who want to then would sign with new orleans and rebuild your team why are you why are you trying to play hardball when really it's hurting you so he's going to stay there for one more year 
they're going to be crappy again next year, and then they just lose him for nothing. So you get nothing in return. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a fine line to walk. The I think the issue with getting like taking the Lakers offer is you're working on a lot of a lot of potential, but not a lot of like right now good players. So like if Brandon Ingram's on the table, Lonzo Ball, like yeah, those guys have have potential in them, but probably none of them ever going to be as good as what Anthony Davis is now. Anthony Davis may be the best player in the NBA right now. So like just having him for another year, that's like a star you can kind of hang your hat on. If you bring in a bunch of young guys who may pan out, may not. I I mean, you're rolling the dice that way too. And how are fans going to react when they're, I don't know, like the, the face of the franchise is just like Brandon Ingram. (laughs) Like who is it? Drew holiday. Drew holiday is not a very marketable star. But how will they act if the face of the franchise is on the team and you're paying him twenty million dollars, but he doesn't touch the floor? I mean, not playing, yeah, yeah. I just was always mad when the Bengals, or yeah, obviously that's the team that I'm I'm tied most to. But sure. even back in the Carson Palmer days, where they were talking about releasing him, even though teams mm-hmm. like wanted him, and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like trade trade him. I would much rather you trade and get some value than get nothing. I even if it's a late like a fifth round pick or whatever, mm-hmm. at least you're getting something instead of just letting them walk. I've just never really understood that. Why not get a little bit of something if it's not hurting your team versus just ultimately ending up with nothing? Yeah. Well, and the other thing that they can do here is they, so they have the the trade deadline coming up where they know like he's possibly going to move. The other thing that they can do is sit him for the entire rest of the the year, basically tank like do really bad and, and hopefully get a, a fair pick out of the draft. And then like, for whatever reason, the Celt I, and I'm, I'm a yeah. little hazy on the details. Like the Celtics have a better trade option if they wait till the off season that they can put together for him. And they're super interested in him. Yeah. It's really weird. Like the Celtics already have, <laughs> I, it's almost, I don't know if it's like a, I can't remember the name of the rule, but they have Kyrie and right. then Anthony Davis, and both of them have some something in their contract language, and you can't have two people on the same team, or you can't trade for two people who have this language. It's really weird, but yeah, obviously, I think maybe this offseason they could get something done with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's something, some sort of like acquisitions rule too, where yeah. like like certain teams couldn't trade for them yet, but could in the offseason, like maybe the Sixers, because they just got Jimmy Butler in a trade. It's it's really crazy. There's so many like convoluted rules that you're kind of if you're really clued into it now, I, like I'm just learning about, and it's it's fascinating. It's so it, there's just so much potential. You don't know what's going to happen, and uh, like all the while, the NBA season is still going on. So it's kind of funny. It's like you've got all this happening, and then it's still like it doesn't doesn't really matter because Golden State's still the best team by a wide margin. Like I don't think any team thinks they're going to trade for Anthony Davis and then like win a title this year or maybe even next year. But it's, it's just such a a wild thing. The other thing about it is in what other league, there is no other league in which this could happen, right? Where basically Anthony Davis has come out and said, I'm going to play with LeBron because we're like the same, we're under the same agent or whatever. And like, there's it, everyone's so powerless to stop it. Like the Pelicans, like they're just like at, at this point, like we're saying, they're pretty much like we're either gonna get basically nothing out of them except one more year, or we're gonna we have to trade the best, maybe the best player in the NBA. Like it's such a crazy position for them to have to be in for this one player to have so much power over them. It's it's unprecedented. I, there's I, there's never been a situation like this. I think they should publicly come out and say, we will trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers for LeBron. <laughs> that would be, that would be amazing. I, actually, that, right? I actually heard uh, earlier today that LeBron does not have a no trade clause. So they certainly could, the Lakers could just be like, you know what, LeBron, fuck you for basically ruining this team and making everybody hate you. Did you see? So my brother was at the, the Lakers Pacers game last night where the entire crowd was basically chanting at every Lakers player, like LeBron is going to trade you. And he said it was absolutely amazing. Except for JaVel, right? Where they said, um, <laughs> yeah. 
not worth trading or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. God bless you, Pacers fans. You you made what, me so proud to what a bunch be of from Indiana. Is. God. <laughs> I know, right? What a what an NBA season. What a trade deadline. But yeah, that's that's the opinion of the week this week. That is it, Ooh, it's been wild. What a hot day. I can't wait yeah. till I can't wait to find out what happens in the next eighteen hours or whatever it is. It's, it's gonna be gonna be fun. Okay, so thanks everybody for listening to another episode of Opinions Anonymous. We always appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on social media at Opinions Anon Pod. That's on Twitter and Instagram, I believe. And you can check out our Facebook page, Opinions Anonymous. Also check out the website. Luke mentioned it earlier. Get get some clicks over there. Check out the uh, the W H O A, the wrestling promotion. That's uh, that's been a, been a good time. And buy some merch. God damn it. Somebody buy some merch. <laughs> we need some revenue here. But uh, yeah, you can get some cool shirts, all kinds of crazy stuff over there. So check that out on the on the website. Uh, for this week, we had Adam. We lost Adam. Godspeed, Adam. And, Give us some uh, money so we can pay Adam so he doesn't have to go back to school for crying out loud. <laughs> pay him to stay on for 10 more minutes. Uh, we've had Kyle. We've had Luke. We've had Andy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Hang on a second, it's about to get loud, probably. Okay, we're good. Okay, yeah, not not at all loud. Not at all. <laughs> I don't know what you did. That you were expecting a lot of noise. <laughs> well, I figured I always get yelled at for my uh, poor dragon on stuff, so, you know, thought I was going to do that. Not stuff, usually just your chest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not in the recliner right now, guys. All right, what's the occasion? <laughs> oh, Trying to be more professional. Oh, you're on the beanbag chair tonight? No, I'm actually laying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so if I just nod off, just uh, <laughs> yell real loud, I'll probably get wake up. I mean, I've I've always got news. If if you want it, we can throw it in somewhere. <laughs> I think we'll save that for episode two this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That one that's uh, just me. No one else gets on it. <laughs> yep. That one that you record with your cat every week. Smart. <laughs> I have a hard stop whenever Andy starts. What oh, hey, Adam, by the way, I didn't, you didn't need to name drop the, uh, the name of my sex tape there. The hard stop whenever Andy starts. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Tell me more. Thought I'd just jump on that as a, as a self burn there. That was me high fiving you. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, are you eating over there? I am. I just got home like 10 minutes ago. Better be Oprah's soup. <laughs> oh my God. I got like Oprah's two bites soup. left. It's okay. No, from what I've heard, is Oprah's soup turns into a late night of butt piss. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It just keeps recycling, and then you just put it in a jar and you sell it. <laughs> Thanks, Oprah. All you'll do is add carrots on the back end. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are still coming out whole. <laughs> oh, no. That's your fault. You should chew better. <laughs> again, again, as usual, our best stuff before the podcast right. starts. <laughs> I don't know why we have like an agenda every week. That stuff's never any funny. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Andy, you have <laughs> you have promised forty five podcasts. You're, I think, on pace. This is your sixth of the year, I think, tonight. So, well on pace. You've also promised the world uh, forty five blogs. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're not on pace. <laughs> I mean, not on, not on pace right now, but you, you got to figure. I do my best work as a like night before procrastinator. So December sure. 30th, we may have we may have 45 <laughs> new posts on the website. You never know. Uh, sticking with blogs that aren't on pace, rookie said he would get out 20 this year, and he's yet to. I think yet to log into the to the website this year. So that's an over 20. <laughs> Is Rookie part of this still? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs>
Adam has a, a slight side bet here we have going on that he needs to do 20 blogs in February. This is like monetary. So he's almost getting paid to write and he's only knocked out two. So got a little ways to go there, Adam. It's only the sixth. That's all right. February is a long month. Yeah. <laughs> February is longer than normal, right? Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Please ask. Have you had any pop this year? I mean, yes, this year, but my goal was to be done with it by May. And okay. I think in the past, what? the past like two weeks, I've had maybe what the two. Fuck? That's not a New Year's resolution. Or March. Sorry, March. It was okay, March, not May. a little so. bit better. Still not great. I said I was going to wean myself up. You can't just stop. Did you have but, a problem? By December, I want to be, I want to be eating better by December. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a year. I'll get around to it. It's okay. Yeah. Hey, that's a great long-term goal. <laughs> yeah. In 2019, I would like to lose two pounds. I'm sitting by the end of December. It needs to be off. Two pounds. <laughs> yeah. Doable. Don't set your bar too high. It's too intimidating. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not put a murder on the podcast. Come on. <laughs> yeah, this guy's just premeditated all of a sudden. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can edit this out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is it possible to leave your thing on so your audio uploads? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck are you whispering? Are you in, are you in a class? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs>